This week on the show, we look at the most haunted places in Paris. Get ready for the ride. Welcome to the Supernatural Edge. Hello and welcome to the Supernatural Edge. My name is Andrew Fruringhouse and we're going to be taking you on a journey into the haunted places of Paris. Yes, it's a romantic destination for many. It's one of the most popular tourist cities to visit but when the sun goes down, the dark comes up, the ghosts come out to play. And to kick things off, we're going to look at one of the most famous haunted places in Paris, the catacombs. Now, many of these are blocked off. They're forbidden to enter, though people do do it. But there is a tourist attraction part of it as well. And it's well worth the visit. But just book in advance if you're going to go. Mainly because, as you can imagine, being quite scary, it gets quite popular. And you're looking, without booking up. Potentially a four-hour wait in the summer periods. Now, these are an underground network of tunnels which go hundreds of kilometres underneath the grounds of Paris. They are filled with around six million dead people's bones. Now, these came from uh, some of the cemeteries because in the times of the plague, the amount of people dying was much quicker than they could find room for. And the cemeteries were overfilling. So, in a way to kind of combat this, the Parisians decided it was a good idea to bury the bones deep beneath the ground. Sounds scary? Check it out. I visited there back in 2017 and I did a fantastic set of videos which you can find on my YouTube page underneath uh, Andrew Furringhouse Supernatural Hunter. Well worth checking out. Now, as I said, most are completely forbidden, but who or what haunts these famous tunnels? Well, some of the stories date back right back to 1920s when people claimed they saw a woman wearing that kind of style of clothing just stood in the building before vanishing. But that is not all. How about strange voices, whispers, being touched on the shoulder? <sighs> That's just a few of the things which happen in the catacombs. Now for me, that's, that's fantastic. I like doing this kind of thing. But for many, that could be quite a scary experience. Now, as we said, the amount of bodies in there, the amount of bones in there, it's, you can only imagine the amount of scary things that happened. Now for 12 years, they decided to dig these up back in 1786 uh, for renovations as well in 1810. But that kind of kicked off more of the strange experiences. One being, like people claim the gates of hell exist in that underground tunnel. And if you come across it, well, you will be very, very unlucky to say the least. Mm. It's a maze down there. It's dangerous. People become lost down there. And you might have seen uh, a few years ago now a movie called As Above, So Below, which was based on a real account of a video camera that was found on the floor in one of the tunnels with no one there. Now, when they watched it back, all they saw was that the man became so scared of something that he saw, wasn't caught on film, so spooked, he dropped the camera to the floor and ran away. The camera continues to roll, of course, until the tape runs out. Now, many people believe this is a hoax, Many people believe that he just got lost and got a bit panicky and that's what happened. Whilst others believe that it truly was a ghost. Whether it's real or not, remains to be seen, of course. Now, 
There was also um, another strange occurrence which happened there as well. Aspart's, I hope I said this right, um, died. His name was Philip Aspart. He lost his life in the catacombs. And now he was a doorman. He worked in a local hospital. And he decided to enter the catacombs searching for the alleged secret liquor stash. Sounds tempting. Now, we don't know why he died. We do know that he went in there with just one candle. He got lost. He died um, when the light of the candle was wick. And 11 years after his death, they found what looked like and what later identified to be a set of keys lying beside him. He was eventually buried the right way, but his ghost is still heard to wander around, whispering at, in the tourist ears and even blowing out their candles as well. Sounds scary? Yeah. Check it out for yourself. It is well worth it. Let's set our, spikes, our, set our sights now on the Palace of Versailles. Another great place just outside the city of Paris. Now, it's a palace. It was once home to the royal family. And it's thought to be home to several ghosts. One of the most famous being Queen Marie Antoinette. Now many people claim they've come across her grisly spirit in a building on quite a few times. Just standing there, watching people before going. But that's not all. How about strange footsteps that echo in the corridor? Yeah, sounds scary in itself, right? Again, another of the truly terrifying things to happen in and around Paris. Again, Versailles is open as a visitor attraction, so it is well worth checking out if, of course, you get the chance to do it. I mentioned before, it was home to the royal family between 1682 and 1789, and actually quite a few employees and tourists have claimed to come across ghosts. One of the other ones we should mention is people seeing a man in 18th century clothing who wanders around the gardens as well around Versailles. So if you get a chance, there's a lot of tourists in there when it is open, but again, check it out if you get the chance because you don't want to miss out on some of the great sites that Paris has on offer. Let's do one more for you. How about probably the most famous landmark in Paris? If I said to you, where is that? You're going to say either the Arc de Triomphe or the Eiffel Tower. Yes, of course, it stands tall above the city of Paris. Um, it's the most recognisable landmark, or one of them certainly in the world. Strangely, it's also haunted. There's been rumours that have been going around the town, around the city, um, about the ghost of a man who attempted to propose to his girlfriend on the top of the tower. She refused it, he got angry, and he pushed her in anger over the edge. She apparently fell over the railing and died. Well, you would, wouldn't you, if you went that far down? Her ghost is still witness today. How about this story, then? Another man who attempted to propose for his girlfriend. Let's be honest. I think a lot of people have probably done that in Paris. Certainly up on the Eiffel Tower. And in this story, the woman was caught off guard. She backed away in shock. She was so surprised, she lost her footing and again tumbled over the top of the barriers. Then the girl in the 1920s, who dressed in that period of clothing, 
who walks at the top of the tower and vanishes. There's another one. Yeah, you thought that was enough for the Eiffel Tower, but we have not finished there. This time, it's about people who claim to hear screams of a woman, as if she's falling over the tower. We don't know that for sure, but there's certainly no one doing those screams. Mm. Very, very scary. Now, again, uh, back in 2017, I went up on the Eiffel Tower. You've got to do it. There's some fantastic restaurants up there. And if you get the chance, don't just go up during the day. Go up during the night as well. We did both while we were there. And you think, actually, yeah, so the tower's going to take a couple of hours to go around. No, we were there all day. We were there all day. So fascinated. We booked again for the evening tour, just to kind of get a different aspect of the city. Next time you're up there, maybe you might come across one of the ghosts for yourself. Okay, so we've looked at some of the haunted places of Paris, but we're not done. Join us after we give you the latest news in the supernatural world. Here's the latest news from around the paranormal world for you right now. And first up, we head to Indonesia, where they're deploying ghosts to scare people into staying inside. And believe me, it looks pretty terrifying. Now, Indonesia's leaders, including the president, have been said to be slow to react to the coronavirus pandemic, which is spreading worldwide and resisted national lockdown. So the residents took it upon themselves to scare people into staying at home by dressing as ghosts. They love all things horror down there. And they've got a lot of folklore as well of hundreds of tales of ghosts and ghouls. So they felt this was the better way to do it. Uh, one resident said, we wanted to be different and create a deterrent effect because ghosts are spooky and scary. Wearing white shawls and white faces seems to be the way to scare people. And they're given a grave warning, but that's not all. Another resident, uh, Carno Sapardamo, said, Since the ghost appeared, parents and children have not left their homes, and people will not gather or stay on the streets after evening prayers. So maybe the ghosts are having a fair. Let's hope by not spreading it in the news that it stops. Here's another one for you. Singer Robbie Williams says he stopped the paranormal life normal. He's been interested in the paranormal since being a child, but says that since becoming a parent, he has swapped his priorities to live the normal life. Now, um, Williams has had an obsession with ghosts, UFOs, and the like, but speaking to Coast to Coast Radio in the US, he now says he's given all that up, but paranormal occurrences have ceased since becoming a father. There you go. Some... uh, Reassurance there if you're a little bit scared that your kids will be getting scared. How about this one? An Auburn mansion will go up for sale but not until it's investigated by ghost hunters. Yes, the mansion has become renowned for its paranormal occurrences and that stopped it from being sold at auction. So the owners have decided the only way it can go up for sale is to get a group of ghost hunters in there to investigate, to find out why it's haunted. There you go. So, uh, it's had a promotional video as well from a, on a like page on Facebook 
tell you all about it as well. So if you think you've got what it takes, well, go and visit it yourself. That's the latest news for you. We'll update you again on our next show. If you've got a news article you want us to include, drop us a message on our Facebook live page at The Supernatural Edge, where you can also leave your comments and your thoughts as well. Let's continue now with our journey into Paris' haunted places. We've looked at Versailles, we've looked at the Eiffel Tower, and we've covered the creepy catacombs of Paris. But now... We're heading to Tuileries Garden. Now, you might have been there. It's in central Paris. It was home to the Royal Palace, called the Grand Palace, but that burnt down in 1871. But the park itself still exists. Now, many people claimed to come across a very strange entity known as the Little Red Man. Some believe it's a goblin, some believe it's the devil, some believe it's simply a ghost, but what we do know that this ghost is showing itself to numerous well-known people. It's also been associated with death because some have claimed to see him just before they're executed. Even Marie Antoinette claimed to have seen him before she was executed. Now you can visit the park for yourself and feel free to, but just maybe avoid the little red man if you can. Let's move over now to Notre Dame. We know, sadly, it was engulfed in a massive fire last year, which has done a lot of damage to it. So please support it as much as possible. It's a fantastic structure. And it's haunted by various kings and monks who seem to be seen walking up and down the corridors of Notre Dame. There's also a story about a woman who committed suicide by jumping from the top of the building, who seems to linger around there as well. I'd have claimed to see a woman walking around the top of the cathedral, maybe it's her, before simply vanishing into thin air. Um, there's also claims that the cathedral door was also made by the devil himself, although there's not much to support that claim. Next time you visit there, if you get the chance to, once it's um, back open, have a look. Maybe you'll see a ghost when you go around the building for yourself. Now, from one park... To another, we mentioned earlier, this time is Montsouris Park. Doesn't look spooky. Seems quite nice. Relaxed. Calm. A nice place to spend this summer's day once lockdown is finished. But actually, what you don't know is that that was the very scene where people, back in the day, did experiments with the guillotine. Apparently, so morbid were those accounts that even today, people claim to have paranormal experiences. How about the sight of headless apparitions walking through the park? Probably guillotine victims, you'd imagine so. How about Isaure de Monsuy, the man who the park was named after, who's said to haunt as well? I mean, after all, he was killed here by a group of bandits, apparently, back in the day. It's free to enter when it's back open. Check it out for yourself. Again, be careful what you're barking for if you do head through there. Okay, let's move on to another one then. Pierre Lachaise. My French needs brushing up. Um, let's be honest, when it comes to haunted places, people think that cemeteries are the number one destination to go. 
And in some cases, maybe that's true. Some paranormal people will argue that and say, well, why would you want to haunt a cemetery? Well, who knows? But we do know people buried there, so it would kind of make sense. And Pierre Lachaise Cemetery in Paris is well known because it's got the bodies of um, really famous people throughout times in, in France. Now, it's been this since about 1800, and it's got so many graves. It's actually packed full of graves there. So many, I reckon, it's anything from 3,000 to a million graves that are there. But what about ghosts? Well, several different areas of the cemetery claim to be haunted. People claim they've been pulled as they walk past to visit graves, but turn around with no one there. Apparently, a former Prime Minister of France also haunts the area. And an author, Marcel Proust, is said to come out from his grave every night to look for his lover, but she's unfortunately buried in a different graveyard. And those of you who love music, John Jim Morrison, lead singer of The Doors, he's buried there and said to haunt as well. People came to see him walking up and down uh, around his grave and apparently if you look on Google, there's even a photograph of his alleged spirit, but yeah, I'd use your imagination there. Is it haunted? There's only a few cases to support that. It's free to enter, of course. Find out for yourself. A final place on the list then takes us to a street this time, Rue de Chantre. Um, now, it's near Notre Dame Cathedral. Um, to be fair, it's quite tucked away. People don't really even notice it. Um, it's very narrow. But it has a very strange story there, which goes back to the 1900s, when there was an old hotel, a disease spread throughout Europe and hit Paris as well. And it was used as a makeshift quarantine station for sick children. Now, when you're in quarantine, as you know, we all know at the moment, you are pretty much locked away to stop the spread of disease. Sometimes children were there, kept there for quite long periods. Now, allegedly, a great storm swept through Paris, causing the Seine River to break its banks, and that caused flooding down this particular street. Now, for those on the ground floor of the hotel, they were locked in, they were flooded, they were killed. There was no way of escaping. And so that maybe that explains why people who walk past or walk through the street Claim to hear the sounds of children whispering and playing, but there's no one there. It is a residential road, so um, if you do look for ghosts, just be careful around there. But I think we've uncovered here, there are a lot of ghosts in Paris. And throughout the next few months here on the show, we're going to go around the world, around different countries, to discover the haunted place for yourself. But that's not all we want you to get involved. This is how you do it. Yes, we want you to get involved with the Supernatural Edge and this is how, because we're bringing all new content. We're bringing the 
best news stories and we're bringing your own personal accounts. Plus, we want you to ask your questions to our experts and we'll get the answers and put them on the next podcast. All you need to do is jump on our like page, The Supernatural Edge or The Supernatural News over on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and send us a message or send us a comment about what you want to hear, what you want to ask and what you've experienced and we'll share them through the Supernatural Edge each and every week right here on this podcast. This has been a fantastic show today. Hopefully you've learned something and thank you for everybody supporting the show. It can only get bigger and better and we will have guests on the show as time comes. Now, don't forget coming up we've also got Supernatural Live, which is also part of Supernatural News which happens every Friday at the moment, uh, UK time, either 8.30 or 9.30, depending on the day. Generally, it's Friday and Sundays it takes place. And this coming Friday, we'll be catching up with paranormal investigator Mark English on the show. And then on Sunday, we'll have reader Kate May. Fantastic experts in the field, so make sure you join Supernatural Lives, a live broadcast on Facebook and YouTube. And you can get involved and interact and have your say as well. It's a debate show, it's fantastic. If you've got an event you want us to share, get in touch as well. We'll share it right here on the Supernatural Edge. Well, that is it for me this time around. We'll see you very soon. Remember, no case is closed to an open mind. I'm Andrew Fruinhouse. Have a great week.